0: Hey there, how you doing? It's Chris, your friendly neighborhood internet sherpa, back again with another one of those tips on how to use the internet to bring bodies through the door put chicks in the seats and, of course, build your list. Today, I want to let you in on a conversation I had this past week that hits this list-building thing that I keep harping on from a whole nother angle. And in this case, I was chatting with a potential customer who was having a bit of a challenge making the jump from his old location to a new one. Now, he's a massage therapist, and to tell it, he needed to relocate. Thing is, he didn't relocate across town. He jumped two whole time zones. He went from full book, loyal clientele, the whole nine yards to eh, not so much. And his biggest challenge is that he's old school. I mean, he's been laying hands on for a bunch of years. At least that's what it sounded like to me on the phone. And his normal way of finding business, finding new folks, generating folks to the door, his normal way was word of mouth. And you know, that's as old school as it gets. You tell two friends, they tell two friends, and pretty soon you're rocking. Well, as you can imagine, and I'm sure you've seen, it's not always that easy to get it going in your new digs, especially when word of mouth is the only marketing that you do. So he reached out to me because he wanted to see what this internet thing was all about. Now his challenge and the reason that he hadn't been doing anything online before is he couldn't make that connection between doing stuff on the internets and how that got people to come through the door wherever he happened to be. So as you can see, I had a little bit of a challenge on my hands. The main things I'm going to have to get him to understand, and it shouldn't be too difficult, is that it's not about the tools. It's about the story that you're trying to tell. I mean the tools are cool I mean the internet it really does make things easier as far as reaching out to more people faster easier and all that good stuff but it's still just a tool and that brings me back to I guess what is the main takeaway what is your story what makes you special hmm. okay I really I, I keep making the same mistake so I do apologize in advance here's the deal Me and that question, what makes you special? We've been doing a dance for years, and it took me a long time to realize that that's the wrong question. It just flat out is. Back in 2012, I did not know this when I first started building websites, but I used to ask that question when I was trying to get information to build out the About page for my website clients. Like I said, I didn't know then, but I do know now that the answers that I was getting, they really didn't answer the question. I mean, they weren't the people who I was talking with, they weren't lying to me. They just were coming at that answer, coming at that question in a way that was kind of unhelpful. So I ended up wrestling with it for a long time. And this is what I mean. I get answers like I've been in business for a long period of time, 10, 15 years. So, you know, that's the experience thing. I stay up to date on all the latest trends, current education, and I really value my clientele. Again, true, accurate but not helpful. That doesn't make you special. That's just, you know, the price of admission. That's your two drink minimum. Because I guarantee if you're in one of these mega salons that like we have out here in Las Vegas, you can throw a stick pretty easily and hit somebody else who's been in business a long period of time, stays up to date on the trends, and also varies their clientele. So although that's good stuff, it's not what makes you special. So like I was basically, like I said, I was wrestling with that question for the longest time and then I had my aha moment. I was asking that question wrong, and then once I flipped it around, all kinds of wonderful things started to happen, and all I had to do was flip it just a little bit. Instead of asking, what makes you special? All I asked was, why do your clients think you're special? Huh? Yeah, because that changes the whole concept, big old paradigm shift, if you will, because now the question isn't about you, it's about your peeps. And if you think about it, that's kind of the whole deal right there. I mean, if they don't think you're special, they ain't coming back. I mean, unless you're just convenient and they don't care. But assuming that's not the case and people do keep coming back, how exactly do you separate yourself from the pack? What keeps them coming back to you instead of going to your neighbors to your left and right? If you've got a room full of folks that do exactly what you do, there's really only three or four things that you can do that separates you from the pack. Only three or four things you can compete on. There's price product experience and then um, what is that added value now the added value thing that's more of a b2b thing that's where you're working with a a, another business and you do things that makes their operations go a little bit better so that really doesn't apply here for what we're talking about so let's just stick with those first three and there's some uh, problematic um, things that go with depending on how you want to go about it first off if you go at price which I do not recommend you're always going to run into two things first If you go low, you're still going to be somebody who's willing to go a little bit lower. No matter how bad you think you got it, somebody else got a little bit worse. And the other thing is, if at some point you decide that you want to raise prices, you want to upsell or something like that, if you start the conversation talking about price, you really can't switch over to value because the people that you're working with, they're already on this one frequency. It's kind of hard to change the channel. Now, you could compete on product or service, but here's the thing. Unless you're doing something that no one else in town has, or you're selling something no one else in town has, or you're providing a service that no one else can provide, well, then there's really not a whole lot special about you. I mean, they can walk out the door and get a cut in color down the street just like they can get a cut in color right where you're at. Same thing with a Swedish massage, same thing with the eyebrows. The whole nine yards, they can do that somewhere else. And I know when I, that, when I say that, you're going to be looking at me some kind of way saying that, wait, wait, whoa, whoa. How I do it is better than how they do it. I'm better than the average bear. I'm greater amongst equals. Any phrase in there that fits, I get that, I get that. But hear me out for a second. The final place that you can compete and the place that I think you ought to compete is on experience. The experience of the folks who are coming through the door. Now, in my opinion, that's where your story hangs out. That's where the differentiation comes in. This is the part that the people who keep coming back It's what they keep coming back for i read a book a few years back from a gentleman named uh, michael gerber and it was called the e-myth they've redone it a couple times they had the e-myth revisited e-myth for this e-myth for that you get the idea anyway if you haven't read the book or any of the other permutations of it i guarantee you've heard at least one or two quotes that came out of that book specific the specific one that i'm thinking about is the one that work on your business not in your business Now, that's not specifically what I want to talk about here. I just want to say I I know you've heard of it. Now, here's the thing. He hit on a bunch of topics inside that book, and one of those topics was customer experience. He talked about engineering the customer experience from the moment the customer walks through the door until they walk back out again. Your atmosphere, your technique, your attitude, you know, the stuff you were just yelling at me about. All that stuff lines up with what your clients are looking for, what they came in for, and what gets them to feel some kind of way about you and come back. And it was good advice then, it's good advice now, and you hear it referenced a lot when it comes to building your clientele. It's all about that experience. Now, you are always hear me talking about building a list, which, if you look at it a different way, it's talking about building a clientele. And I know I'm coming at this clientele building thing from a different angle than most of the folks that you're going to hear talking about building a clientele, but... I believe that you don't stop building that clientele. You don't stop working that list. You don't stop with the experience when people walk out the door. Oh, no, 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 no. There is an opportunity to be had there. And I'm going to continue to beat the drum about building your list. This is one of the main reasons why. I mean, think about it. Think about it. How you communicate with the folks on your list goes a long way to telling the story about the relationship that you want to have how you really feel about those folks i mean is it that you only care about your clientele when they come to the door or do you care about them 365 when they're not in front of you as well hmm? i mean when you got a list you don't have to wait till they walk through the door i mean you can get the party started with the stuff you send out before they visit for the first time all those prospects of yours and by the stuff you send out between visits from when they hit the door on the way out and when they come back in the next time When I'm sculling this stuff out with my clients, I tell them, think about the folks on your list as if it was a list full of folks that were your best friends, your inner circle. What kind of things, what would be your mindset if you were sending folks out or sending information out to that group of people? And the cool part is, it's not like you have to start from scratch coming up with all this stuff. I mean, there's obviously there's the promotional stuff you're going to send out, but there's two other kinds of content that you're going to push out as well. Now me, I use a checklist so when I'm working with my clients, I can kind of handrail myself so that I understand what to pull from them. So if I'm filling out their social media feeds or creating content for them, like for their blog or something like that, I have something to go off of. If you want to take a look at that list, just I'll drop a link down in the show notes or below the video, and then you can kind of take a peek at it. I mean, it's kind of cool stuff, but the cool thing is it's kind of laid out for you. It's not that hard. Anyway. Hopefully I'll get a chance to help him work on his and get his story out there. But if, you know, even if I don't, if you happen to have a story that you need some help telling and you just want to scull it out and see what, what you got going on, either download the checklist or just give me a call. Holler, holler at me, 702-582-6708. Or you can just hop on my scheduling app, chriscarter.net slash appointments, and we can have ourselves a little chaw session. There's, these are all; Those are always fun. I always look forward to them because... First off, I always get something out of it, because there are so many different ways to get around the mulberry bush, if you know what I mean, and the conversations are always downright entertaining. I kid you not. So, why do they think you're special? Because that's your story. And the conversation goes on before they come through the door, and long after they've gone back out. That's just the nature of the beast. Build that list. It's just a wonderful thing. Hmm, Yeah, I guess that covers everything. I guess it's time for me to bounce. But before I get out of here, let me say one more time, thank you very much for listening. You could be throwing your attention anywhere in the world, anywhere at all. But for whatever reason, you're throwing it at me, and I do appreciate it. I'm going to do my best not to abuse the privilege. Go forth and do great things. I'll see you next time.